I met her on a Monday and my heart stood still. To do run, 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 to do run, run. I puked up my liver and... No, 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 no. Stop it, Harland. I puked up my kidney and... Stop it, Harland. I puked up my... Stop it. Now listen, we're here to do a podcast. This is Harland Williams. You are riding down the Harland Highway, man. And what a show we have today. We have a very special guest. Uh, He's uh, returning, I think, for the third or fourth time. Uh, We're just going to shoot the breeze. I'm going to ask the important questions that need to be asked. Uh, This guy is an actor. This guy is a uh, comedian. This guy is uh, going to have his own podcast coming out soon. Uh, It's my friend, Court McCowan. The whole show today on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harlan Highway. Hey-oh! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. (laughs) Many years of therapy. Many, many, many fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harlan Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Hey, everybody. This is Harland Williams. What a treat to have you here. Uh, Welcome to the Harland Highway, um, the smelliest podcast in the world. And good smells, cinnamon, apple crumble, Danish pastries. Um, And speaking of deliciousness, oh, my God, my, my special guest here today uh, he's a comedian, he's an actor, he's a golfer, and uh, he's been on the show a couple of times before. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present, in royal fashion, Mr. Court McCowan. How are you, buddy? Yeah. Whoa, what's that? That was the crowd of ants outside applauding. That sounded like like a creature from like Lord of the Rings or yeah, something. Ooh, I haven't seen that movie. What'd good? you do? Huh? Good God, you scare him like a like a cobra in here slithering around. Well, that's disgusting. <laughs> How are you, man? Summer's here, dude. You having summer's, a good summer? I'm in, I'm in my shorts. I'm up. At, I'm <laughs> up in the Harlan pad. Um, screen doors are open. I noticed you put the electric blinds up. So oh yeah. So if the crowd wants to peer in, they the can. bug zappers, bug zappers up going? and working. Is it yeah. Going? All, right. All right. Keep your eyes open yeah. for uh, bugs getting fried. Yeah. And I'm just I'm sitting here. I'm enjoying your office where the creepy guy used to live. You were telling me about, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I love summer. Now, what for you? Everyone has like certain things that symbolize summer. Like for me, it's like. It sounds dumb, but it's the distant sound of lawnmowers cutting grass. Yeah. Always makes me feel very summery. Do you have any kind of symbolism or something you see or hear or smell that that's you know makes you think summer like that kind of spans your your life i think the stench of unemployment <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> i think i think just the stench of the no stench. no work um uh, uh i don't you know i used to be always summer for me was always the smell of chlorine like oh the, really the pools you know you're sure yeah, yeah, yeah you know 
that kind of thing. So did you have your own pool or did you were you one of those guys like me that had to pray you had a buddy in the neighborhood who had a pool? Well, when I was a little kid, um, my mom, my grandfather belonged to a country club. Oh, jeez. And, and yeah. Um, and so now we we didn't have money. Grant Grant, you know, the grandfather had money. We didn't. We yeah. had nothing. We had okay. nothing. But my mom uh, would take me and my brothers and would drop us off at the pool in the morning and then just abandon us for the entire oh, day. Oh, wow. I don't know if she was out like, you know. Now, uh, is that a good memory or a bad memory? Um, it's a good memory. So chlorine doesn't make you think of abandonment issues? Uh, no. My <laughs> life is a long abandonment issue. You know, there's that, I mean, okay. When I, think of, when I think of parenting, I think of abandonment. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, but I think, but I think summer was like um, summer was always good. I had a good, I had a good childhood. Yeah, you know, we used to go to the lake and go water skiing. And there was no chlorine in the lake, was there? No, there wasn't chlorine in the lake. There was a lot of scotch, you know, on the boat. My parents. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they liked to drink. But, uh, but do, you, do you believe this whole boating and drinking thing? Should that be out? Like, I, I get drinking and driving. Well, Is boating and drinking really a thing? Well, I, I think that I think you should raise the level. I, I don't think point oh eight should be because you don't have to stay in a line. Yeah, you can you just you stay, can go around in circles. Yeah, if you, you can want. go around. So I think you should raise the level to maybe like one point six. So I think you could you could get twice as buzzed and still manage <laughs> twice as buzzed while you're buzzing. Yeah, with your motor point oh eight or point one six. Excuse me, not one point six. That would be that, yeah, that, that would be inoperable. But um, you'd be laying in the back of the boat. Um, but I think, I think it, I just, I, I got busted once or I got pulled over once in Newport beach for, um, on for, the water, on the water. How do you get pulled over in the water? Is there like a siren and a boat oh, yeah. pulls up a uh, pull oh, yeah. over? Yeah. yeah. And they search. But where do you pull over? Like if you're in the middle of the lake, do you have to pull over all the way to the shore. You just stop and they tie up. They you just stop to, right you there stop and they tie up to your boat and they come on your boat and they search. Do they and, make you try to walk in a straight line, but yet your boat's going up and down in no, the waves? No, no, they were pretty. They were actually pretty cool. What they do is, I they come on your boat and then they search for, like they search to see if you're like you know. We were partying pretty hard back then, and and the good wow. news was is uh, someone was smart enough to dump all of the. We were drinking a bunch of tequila and stuff. Someone was smart enough to take the tequila while they were doing this and while they were. Well, they were kind of tying up and ditching all the tequila in the water. No well, way. Yeah. Well, so some guy like 100 yards down pulled up a hammered trout? Uh, yeah, probably. Like he, he pulled up a giant trout that was blitzed out of its mind. Yeah. Went was, home and just cooked like, it, and it was like, this is delicious. This is like a Tennessee Jack or whatever. What's that whiskey, that Tennessee crap? The, oh, Jack Daniels. This is like a Jack Daniels marinated trout, and we don't know why. Yeah, it's, no, he's just swimming along with this little fin <laughs> wrapped around a tequila bottle <laughs> in circles because he's only got one he fin got that a, works. <laughs> he got a drunk school of fish banging yeah. into islands and jumping into boats. Hey, man, let's party, dude. <laughs> it could be. could be. Well, that's good, but but you're you're on a lake, yeah. Which huge open body of water, right? It's not like a cop can hide his canoe behind a billboard. Like, how do you not see a cop coming at you across a lake? Well, I think that's in it. But we did. We're doing this at night, so it was. Oh, so they sneak up on you? Well, they didn't really sneak. We were pretty hammered and just driving really fast in a no wake zone. 
<laughs> you are a troublemaker, dude. That was not, it. Wasn't a smart thing to do, but you know, hey. So okay, so 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 let's let's be- boil this down. So drunk driving a boat and chlorine. Yeah. Are your association your fondest associations with? They're just summer. associations. I yeah, again and unemployment and, and unemployment the stench of unemployment. You should go into the chlorine manufacturing business so just for the summer, and then you can blend the unemployment and the chlorine thing together. And I could be drunk while I'm manufacturing it, so I could Perfect. have it all together. I always find it's best to be inebriated when mixing powerful chemicals. Yeah, and then have somebody's mom that left their kids somewhere. Uh, working the front desk, or they could be stirring the vats. Make it like a like a sweatshop of chlorine quartz, chlorine sweatshop exactly. on Melrose. Exactly, and they could be selling chlorine to all the guys that you hear distantly mowing lawns. <laughs> <laughs> Way to tie it together. I like it. Hey, what's the worst stain you've ever seen? And I'm serious, like. The worst stain. Like, has there ever been like a stain somewhere? I'm going to tell you the best story. Ever. Oh, of a, good. A good. See? Sta- of a good stain. I love to ask these random, bizarre questions because they, they always lead to the most unexpected answers. So, yeah, let's hear it, okay, man. I'm settling okay. in. Okay. I'm at the Palms Hotel yeah. in Las Vegas in the green room <laughs> at the Playboy Comedy Show, which you have done many you had done many. Yeah, times. this was a comedy theater yeah. at the casino. Yeah. So we are in the back, and Robert Kelly, who you'll work with in Montreal this weekend, Robert okay. Kelly is back there, and we have a playmate. A Playboy playmate. Playboy playmate is sitting there talking, and and she's talking to to Robert Kelly. There's other people in the room, and and she's being very provocative. She's talking very kind of provocatively, or or kind of dirty to 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 Bobby, and 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 he's married, and he's just kind of along for the ride. He's just you know, he's just kind of like you know, he doesn't really. He's not engaging it like yeah. he's not like coming on to her, but she's saying, you know, one thing or another. And she's kind of you could tell she's kind of buzzed and and all this stuff. So she's sitting on this chair and she's talking about I'm not wearing any underwear and, you know, this kind of weird stuff. like Yeah. This. Hello. And yeah. And so um, she sits there for a while. And then and then the show's over. We're all backstage. This is when this all after the show. They're talking. Yeah. And so then I say, um, I say to her, the guy, we have an escort for the playmate that walks her up to her hotel room. Sure, to just, keep her from yeah, stalkers. From the, and... Yeah, the stalkers. And so the, the guy comes in, he tells her to, that he's ready. And so he's, she stands up and leaves and walks the room. And I stand outside the room and I say goodbye. And then when I come back in, uh, Bobby Kelly's vomiting in the, uh, in the bathroom. And Whoa. I'm like, what the f- what the hell yeah. is going on? Why? Why? And he's got a really weak. He's a really weird guy. He, he throws up very easily at something. Jeez. And I was like, and he's just, and he's vomiting. And I was like, oh my god, are you okay? And he's like, Bruh! and he point. He's pointing to the chair. Uh-oh. And she had left. Uh, she had been on her period, Uh-oh. and she had left this stain in the chair from sitting there all this time talking to her and it was like did it look like jesus it oh <laughs> tell me like, it didn't, what it didn't, didn't look, look like, like jesus it didn't look like jesus what did it look it, like it, i i don't even know it it looked like what's the what's the um psych psych uh, psychologist or psychiatrist. Oh, a raw shock test. It, it, it oh, looked, wow. Looked, so you guys were there analyzing it. It just was. Well, someone took a picture of it just because it was. God. And now, was, we got to ask, what color was the upholstery on the chair? Was it a light color or a dark color? Um, 
I'm trying to Because that would add add to the how extreme the stain popped out. It popped out. So it's probably a lighter color yeah, upholstery. It, yeah, it really popped out. And I want to wow. even say it might have been a plastic chair or I, I it, it was it was there. So it was coagulating. It was not nice. The worst stain I've ever seen. I yeah. mean like like literally uh Ooh. watched I mean made someone vomit. Wow, that's a horrible stain, and but that's a good story. That's though. a great story. <laughs> See, that's a, that's an amazing stain, and to to think she spent the conversation talking about how she had no underwear on. Yeah, bad choice. Bad choice. Bad day to be talking about it during your uh, period. Yeah, because it looked like somebody stepped on a snail. <laughs> oh, sweet lord! Wow, you mean there was like crunchy bits of shell in it? No, no okay, no, nothing like that. Because that would have been mysterious. No, no. Uh, excuse like... me, ma'am. There's crunchy bits of shell in it, your it just period like, blood. It just looked like someone had murdered a snail and it tried to crawl away. <laughs> wow, someone stepped on it on the sidewalk. Now, this is weird. But is there is there a specific name for? I don't think there is, but maybe you know. Is there a name for period blood? Like, is there, is there, no. is there a uh, name? I, I mean, not that I know of. Like, you got, you know, like for, for like semen, there's like semen, there's cum, there's ejaculate, there's, there's all these terms. Oh my is, God. Harlan. I know. I'm so I know. offended. I know. I, I apologize. But, uh, it, so do you think there's like an actual term for uh, it? Obviously it's bleeding, it's blood, but when it comes out in the period, I wonder if there's an actual term for that. Um, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even I don't, know. What are you, don't. what are you, a gynecologist? Why I, am I asking you this? Yeah, What's I, wrong with I me? Don't. Discharge, maybe? Discharge? Yeah, sounds like, <laughs> you know, there's that noise again you did right <laughs> off the top. I think it's all. <laughs> no, that was a. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the same sound. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Well, blood, one of the, one of the creepiest stains I ever saw. Yeah. Was, um. When I was the first time I ever came to Hollywood, I was just out of college. I was like a 23 year old, 24 year old kid. And I decided to uh, come down through Canada, through British Columbia, down through Oregon, down through Washington, and down to LA. Oregon? Oregon? The state of Oregon? Oh, Oregon. Yeah. Huh? I know that. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> Oregon. Oregon? Yeah. Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Okay. What I'm just, the? I'm just. I'm just. Wow. I'm going to Toronto next week, so I'm just. You're learning just, the words. I'm learning okay. the words. I want to make sure if I say we're going to be in Oregon next week. Oregon. Yes. I don't, I don't want to do it wrong. Um. So, anyways, I was coming down through Portland, Oregon, right? <laughs> yeah. And and um, you know, I I didn't have much money, so I was just I was downtown, and the the Greyhound bus pulled in, and I had to get out and find a hotel. So I just wandered up to this place right downtown. It was kind of seedy. And I got a room, and I got in, and I started looking around. And there was like a blood splatter on the wall that started on the wall. Then it came out and went around the lampshade. It was on the lampshade and then continued on the wall. And I'm like, what the hell? It's like, obviously, somebody must have severed like an artery or a vein. or Like, this was obviously a squirt, like a blood squirt. Wow. So it started on the splatter. wall. It splattered. It went. It was in a line, but it, it it was on the wall, and then it was like a 3D splatter because it had to come out to go around the protruding um, lampshade and then back onto the wall. It continued. 
It was pretty weird. And I'm in this room, like you could see it right from the bed. And when you turn the light on, it kind of illuminated the stuff on the lamp. It was like someone was murdered in that room. You know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what happened in this room? Am I at the Overlook seen, Hotel? Have you ever seen the CSI where they talk about the, what do they call it? The, 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 uh, the splatter when they take the, they stab someone, the knife comes out. And yeah. They, it. And it goes and that. That's what it is. Someone was, someone killed a hooker. On the bed you slept on the night before. The night you know before you're there. It, it's funny you say that because when I was prostitute. laying in bed and yeah. I looked out, I saw a leg with a, sh- a high heel shoe sticking out from under the bed, and exactly. I didn't want to. No. So that's what that was? Exactly. It's all it was. There was Nothing, a dead no. hooker under my bed. Not a problem. Not a problem in wow. Portland, Oregon. Wow. But the leg was hairy. Do you think it was a tranny? could have been a tranny. But again. Not a problem. <laughs> not, a, not a problem. What are you, Barry White suddenly? <laughs> That's a, not a problem. <laughs> I like that. Um, all right, let's. This is a question that, uh, you know, you've probably even had it before. Maybe, maybe not, but it's one of these ones you hear thrown around. If you had the choice, would you rather be able to fly or you could become invisible? What, what would be. And it, mm. It's surprisingly hard because you have to think about. There's so oh, many. I'd much rather fly. You'd rather be able to have the ability to fly. Yeah, just airfare these days. <laughs> no waiting in lines. Yeah. No custom yeah, checks. No TSA. Oh I yeah. Mean, come on. I guess invisible would be this. You could get past all that too, but you still have to get a seat on the plane. Yeah. Good. Good. Good thing. You know. I mean, Toronto. I could go to Toronto and just like leave Monday morning. Yeah. You could just fly, stop, fly down to Arby's, grab a burger, <laughs> jump back yeah. up. It would be cool, but let's say you weren't a guy who traveled. Okay, let's hypothetically take again traveling no out of the car. equation. No need for a car. Yeah, that's true. Um, no parking. No, you don't have to ever have to worry about parking again. Yeah. No parking tickets. Oh, no car insurance. Oh, much rather be able to fly. No cops in the air, unlike even, when you're on a even boat. A, not even a question. Wow, interesting. Because I've struggled with it, but you just went you went right to it. I wonder what our listeners are thinking right now. I wonder if they'd rather, if you guys want to phone in and uh, uh, challenge court's uh, decision or tell us why you'd rather fly or be invisible, you can call in and leave a message at 323-739-4330 and tell we, us what you think live? of court's. Huh? We're live? We're not live. No, oh. this is my... I let people call into my personal answering machine and oh, leave me do. messages. So it might be interesting to see if they're on board. But, you know, I, I didn't jump to that conclusion as quickly as you. And In fact, I'm still a little mixed because the... Well, what good does being invisible do for you other than you just become a big snoop? Yeah, that's true. But you, I don't know. It'd just be interesting to be able to tune the world out and, and to see things unencumbered and not have to worry about barriers and fences and and security you could just you know if you wanted to go to a movie you just go in if you wanted to go if you're on safari and they're like you can't uh, walk over there or you can't go near the statue of liberty it's closed and you're like screw you i'm going right up into that biatch but see but at the same time though if you can fly yeah. Like you go on safari and it's like you just fly into the middle of where the safari is. That's you just true. hang out. And if a lion comes at you, you just fly away. Unless he jumps up because cats are good jumpers. Well, but you 
then you fly a little quicker. See, here's my theory now that you posed it. I think flying gets you killed by a lion quicker than being invisible gets you killed well, by a lion. No. Well, I mean. Because a lion can't attack what he can't see. But he can smell it. Yeah, but if he can't see it, what's he going to do? He's going to take a big. But if you're, but if he just smells you and you're just like, and, and let's say you're just sitting there and all of a sudden just. And next thing you know, the cat's all over your ass. Wow. Because, you know, because you're probably going to shit yourself if a lion comes up to you really close. (laughs) So you're saying they can't see you, but if you drop a turd, they can see the turd. They can smell the turd. But is the turd invisible? Absolutely not. You're just invisible. So the turd's no longer. So if you were. So they would just see like it would look like a turd dropping out of midair. Exactly. But not midair. Only to the ground. Yeah. Two feet from the ground. Wherever you're shitting yourself. That's got to be weird. So all of a sudden, people would just be like, oh, my God, there's a shit forming and, in And what's midair. even worse is, is, let's say you're wearing pants, and now it's just suspended in your pants in the midair. <laughs> and now you've got a turd suspended in midair. I think if I'm invisible, I wouldn't wear clothes. That's the other thing. You wouldn't have to wear anything. Well, yeah. But what if it's cold? Mm, that's true. You got a lot of problems being invisible. All right, maybe you maybe you're right. Maybe you. Well, let's win put this it this round. way: The Invisible Man, not a good movie. In other words, not, it doesn't end well. Superman always is the. Hero. Yeah, you're right. I think you win this round. I but win. if you guys want to call in and tell us why you'd rather fly or be invisible, we'd be interested to hear. By the way, speaking of uh, incredible things, we're playing a new game later today. We always play a game with our guests on the Harlan Highway. And this will be a brand new game. I think uh-huh. you're going to be good at it. Oh, we'll see. It's uh, it's coming up towards the end of the show. Is it racquetball? No, no. This is a verbal game. Oh, wow. verbal. No, I'm not Yeah. Kidding. No, not racquetball. Court is my nemesis on the racquetball court. He's an incredible player. We've probably played 60 times, and I think I've won three times against him. He's pretty amazing. But I, I like the challenge. And we're going to go play right after this podcast. Absolutely. So what I'm doing with all these questions is I'm trying to get your mind so deeply entrenched in all these thinking processes that it's going to uh, mentally throw you off your game. That's what this podcast was really oh, I, all about. No, nah, my mind's so empty anyway. It won't be. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, something else that kind of deals more with uh, matters of the heart. Uh-oh. And this is personal stuff, and you can sidestep it if you want, but has a girl ever thrown a line at you that just crushed you or hurt you? Like she said, just a line, like a girlfriend, a lover, anybody, and she said something and you just went, wow, that that just like crushed me up inside. Oh, I'm sure it's happened. I just can't think of anything right off the top of my head. Because sometimes there's like standout stuff. I'll give you an example, something that happened to me. It was Valentine's Day. I was dating this girl. And, uh, you know, I like to draw and write poems. And I'm mm. I'm very artistic, Court. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, for Valentine's Day, I drew her, drew her up a little picture of these this couple like sitting in the sunset holding. I was feeling very mushy and... I wrote a poem with it and everything, and I took her out to dinner, and I gave it to her, and she really liked it. You could tell it moved her, and then on the way home, she started a fight with me out of nowhere, and as we're driving home on Valentine's Day out of nowhere, she goes, she goes, fuck you, 
Like, she said that to me, and I was like, wow. Like, it's Valentine's Day. We just had all this romantic, mushy stuff. And I got to be honest, I don't I don't know if a girl's ever said that to me before. Right. Um, I don't know if people listening have had that, but I'm not used to that stuff. And I was like, you know, she probably could have said it on any other day, but the fact that we just, it was Valentine's Day, that was a bit of a crusher. That one hurt. Yeah, I, I think probably the, the worst I ever felt didn't come from my girlfriend, but came from her her best friend. Uh-oh. When she told me she'd been cheating on me. Oh. You know. Crusher. Yeah. It's like, it was like the pit of my, like my, my stomach was upset. Oh, I hate that. It's like, it's like, you know, you get butterflies when you're in love. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the bad butterflies. Yeah, it was exact, exactly what that was. Oh. And I'll never forget, like, like I was, I was driving, we were living together in Malibu. Yeah. And, and I kind of like. She used to come, she used to run around with her friend and they'd go out. And I was like, I'm not like one of these jealous, overprotective Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. So you're so like, yeah, like, go have a girl's yeah, night yeah, out. Yeah, go hang out. And they would, you know, they'd come back really, really late. Oh. And, and her friend was married. And her friend was cheating on her husband. Oh. And I knew that she was cheating on her. I mean, I found out that she was cheating on her husband. Oh. And I found out once and I said, and I knew her husband. And I said, and I go... I go, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to take, give you the benefit of the doubt that this was, this was a mistake that you made and blah, 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 blah. I go, but if I ever find out again, if I ever found out you ever do this again, yeah, I will tell your husband. Yeah. I will, I will tell your husband. I will, I will flat out bust you. Yeah. And, um, and she did it again. And I told her husband, me and her brother. Took her husband one night to a ho- to the like a roof of a hotel and sat down with him and said, "This chick is cheating on you." And, Whoa! And because her his brother had an instance, I had an instance, so we sat down and said this. So when he confronted her, she called me the next morning and said, "Just so you know, since we're all getting this out in the open, you know your girlfriend's been cheating on you." And I was, Whoa. And I was like, and I didn't expect that. And oh, so, that's brutal. You know what's you know what pisses me off about that story is that is that when the girlfriend knows and they don't say anything. Like you did the right thing. You went and told your buddy so that he didn't have to be victimized by Well, he can make his own decision at that point. Right. But I hate it when you're hanging out with the friend, like in this case you were hanging out with your girlfriend and her friend and her friend knows the whole time. Yeah. And it's like it's like, oh, look at Court buying us dinner or paying for the movies. If only he knew that she's screwing three other guys. Yeah. Like you, you just feel like such a victim at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's exa- and it's and it's even and it just was such a like, oh, I just never I'll never forget like driving down PCH because I was going to the house to move out. Cuz I like I found out I was oh, I was over in the valley for some for some reason and I was driving back just going I'm going back, I'm packing a bag, wow. and I'm leaving, and I'm never coming back. Now, what made it hurt so much is was I'm guessing that she might have been a contender, like you really loved this oh, one yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'd known this girl since I was in s- sixth grade, oh, man. seventh grade, and I knew her all through high school. Then I went to, and then I moved to California and been living here like, 
we never dated. I just knew her. Always had a crush on her. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we started dating, and we lived together. Oh, and it was like, geez, so this was a, this was serious. Yeah, I mean, I was I was twenty four years old. It was and really when serious. you're that age, you're like you when everything. you fall in love, you oh. are in love. You, oh, you yeah. don't see any. You, yeah, yeah, it was everything to me. And, oh man! Uh, and then when I found out, I was just like, I was just rocked. That sucks. Now, now, how did she react when you called her out? Was she just like, oh, she was. She was so busted. Did I mean, she try to deny it? Um, not so much deny it as to say, you know, back then, like you're 23, 24, like, you know, we were really drunk and, you know, and it, you know, it wasn't what you think. Excuses. And, yeah, excuses. And then, you know, tried for, I mean, she used to, I moved out, moved to uh, Venice. I was living in Venice and she used to, I used to come home. And she used to be sitting on my doorstep, for like and, cr- and like crying and like and trying to get back with you. Oh yeah, for oh man, for ye- for like a year. It's hard. It's hard to do once that trust is broken. Oh yeah, and oh. I, mean, I would just sleep with her and kick her right out. You know. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> payback, payback. Hundred percent. Now, last quick question: Was the cheating with someone you knew, which makes it even worse? No, nobody okay. I knew. Good. Nobody At least it wasn't a buddy or a friend, because no. that's. That's the worst. Um, here's a quickie, and this is just a yes or no answer. Okay. Yes or no. Does Donald Trump have pelicans living in his hair? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Um, do you watch sur- these Survivor shows like on Discovery Channel or like I-, I Shouldn't Be Alive? and No. All these stories? None. Like do people really get lost in, in the wilderness? Have you ever been lost? No, I don't know how they're lost with all the cameras around. Yeah, because somebody's somebody. Those guys are eating and drinking, and and somebody's taking care of the crew. Oh, I, I see. Okay, crew's, the crew's not out there <laughs> on their own with. Um, <laughs> no, I don't mean reality shows. Oh, oh, I mean like these shows that go back and tell the story about a family that was lost in the wilderness, or they're on safari, or they're up in the mountains, uh-huh. and they got they got lost. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know that I've ever met people that really got lost. But have you ever been lost anywhere? Like like where you were literally like, oh my god, this is like crazy. I don't know where we are. I don't know how we're gonna like where you were starting to panic and worry about it. I'm trying to think, like out hiking or or skiing or you know mountain climbing. I don't know. I'm sure I have. For some reason, I think like I think once. I know I can't like right off the top of my head I can't think about it but um That's the thing that's my point. It's like not many people really get lost like that where their life's in peril yet there's like seems like there's 89 shows like Survivor Man and Bear Grylls and all these weird. shows like, about if a, you get lost eat a tree, you know. But it's weird as I have a friend whose dad died. It was like up in like, you know, like up in the mountains here in California and, and got lost and Really? Yeah, and died. Okay, well that nullifies that whole topic. And now I'm <laughs> I look like the prick. Thanks. <laughs> All right. On that note, are you ready for the Harland Highway game? Ooh. Yeah. It's it's a great game. It's a brand new game. It's called You're a Little Angel or Go Fuck Yourself. Okay. Are you ready? You're gonna you have four questions. You're gonna be presented with four Incredible scenarios. Okay. And you have to decide uh, if you were to say to someone, 
you're a little angel or go fuck yourself. Okay. Uh, they're not easy questions. Okay. Uh, take your time, by all means. And uh, here we go. The first question for our guest, Court McCowan. A girl says she's taking you to a movie and says she's paying for the movie, but you can pay for the snack bar. She orders more snacks than the price of the movie. You're a little angel or go fuck yourself? Ah, you're a little angel. Enjoy yourself. Really? Yeah. That is correct. I can't believe you got that one. Yeah, you're a little, yeah it doesn't matter. Snacks are more expensive. Wow. Pop- popcorn's 7 $8 now. Wow. So, have, so you're okay with that? I'm okay with that. You're a little angel. I've bought the movie tickets before and had girls go get, you know, I'll take care, I'll get the popcorn and, and I <laughs> order the large icy. You know, I don't I don't get the small one. Because wow, if I was paying for it, I'd get the large icy. That's awesome. Okay. Great. Um angel. let's go to number two. <laughs> you're a kid. It's Christmas morning. You wanted a toy truck. You open the present, and it's a collared shirt and some gray socks. Mom and Dad say, do you like it? You're a little angel, or go fuck yourself? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Where's the receipt? (laughs) Where's the receipt? I've taken this shit back. (laughs) And you can all go fuck yourself. (laughs) All right, here's number three. You are correct again, by the way. Uh, you made love to the girl of your dreams all night. Best love making ever. In the morning, she looks at you with these dreamy eyes and say, Will you go make us some breakfast? You're a little angel or go fuck yourself. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Was anal involved? Yeah. You're a little angel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're a little anal. You're a little angel. Oh, wow. Good. Do want, Correct. Do you, do you want pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Great answer. You're you're right again. You're three for three. Okay. Fourth question is always the hardest okay. by design. This is where we try to trip you up. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. So okay. fourth and final question in our amazing new show here. Number four. You're in the hospital. A crippled kid in a wheelchair can't get up two stairs to get to the handicapped bathroom. With a super distressed voice, he says, I have horrible diarrhea, mister, and I'm about to explode. Could you help me get up these two steps so I can go to the handicapped bathroom? You're a little angel or go fuck yourself? Hmm. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Go... Fuck yourself. <laughs> Shit yourself in that little chair, and then I'm going to hit the nurse button, and she's going to come clean you up, because there's no way I'm letting that shit get on me. <laughs> Correct. You did yeah, it. Yes, you did yeah. it. Four for ding, four. Ding, 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 boy. Ding, ding. How yeah. do you feel? You must feel good. I do feel good. Oh, we got to go get you a tablet of chlorine or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Court, it's great to have you here. Uh, we're at the end of the show. Court, please uh, take a moment to uh, let your fans know uh, what you're up to, where they can reach you. They can uh, Facebook you, email you, come to your shows, whatever you got going on. Uh, yeah, okay, so you can go to uh, courtmccowan.com, C-O-R-T-M-C-C-O-W-N.com, and uh, same thing, at Court McCowan for Twitter. And um, I got a new show. We got the new uh, new show coming out, Supreme Court. 
It's a we, podcast, right? It's a, it's a video. It's oh. a video podcast, I would say. Oh, great. And it's going to be, and you go to thejointstudios.com, and you can look it up. It's called Supreme Court. And uh, Harlan, will, you'll be on there. I'll, you, I'll jump on, man. It's I hope fun. I, I'm really excited about this because it's yeah. uh, it's a great place. Joint Studios, great. They got good shows over there. Oh yeah, they got some amazing talent over there, and yeah. you're going to be right in the mix with all right that. In the mix with you that. deserve it, man. And then if you're up in Toronto, Canada, next week I'll be caddying at the Canadian Open, and the week after that I will be caddying in the Reno Tahoe Open for my Swedish buddy Jesper Parnovic. Nice. I, I do that on the side for fun, shits and giggles. Out of boy. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our thanks to Court McCowan for dropping by, and uh, he'll be back again on another day. Uh, buddy, thanks so much for being here. Let's go skinny dipping. Am I a little angel, or should I go fuck myself? You're a little angel. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Court. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for being here, everybody, on the Harland Highway. Check out Court's uh, website and his new uh, podcast coming up. Uh, Supreme Court at uh, the Joint Networks. And uh, until next time, as always, chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs>